But you know what we're going to do, Adam? We're going to do better today. We're going to do better today, buddy. Okay. Because that's how we do it. We get better as we go, right? Every single time, except (laughs) for when COVID happens. (laughs) Um, But I would like to say welcome to the show, everybody. Um, Thanks for hanging in there with us. And as a as the human race, thanks for hanging in there with us at the, as a human being, and thanks for hanging in and listening to our dumb show that we still are doing seven years down the line. And uh, we appreciate each and every one of you who have found us or have been with us from the start or found us yesterday, whatever. You're all equal in our eyes, right, Adam? Yes, they're all, every single one, except for mom. Mom, you're, you, are, you rise above everybody else, I'm sorry <laughs> to say. Yes, uh, Adam's she mother. was our first and only listener for the first probably six years. So, um, yeah, I, we owe it over to you. So, uh, what um, I have there's a couple of things. Uh, you know, we're, we're starting the show. We're going to do uh, the regular show. Everyone, we're going to do a day of days. We're going to do a Miltas. We're going to do a Pod Corner. We are going to tick all the goddamn motherfucking Headspace Invaders boxes for you today. And it is a great day, is it? I don't know. Are there any great days now? No. But it's a reasonably okay day. I'm on vacation starting today for the next week and a half. I just opened a beer. Damn. Yeah, I just opened a beer and I'm going to enjoy that. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> because everything's fucking oh, shut. Go? Yeah. We, we were initially going to go to we thought South Dakota or we thought maybe to to the Badlands. We thought maybe to Colorado. They were the two things we were kicking around before this whole thing happened. So obviously that's not happening now. But I'm still taking a little bit of time off. Um, maybe I'll just hang out with the kids and do some work and chop down some trees in the yard and all that fucking shit. You know. My my goal. It, I, I've just waited too long on this. Right. I should have started yeah. this months ago. Uh, but my goal right now is to get really, really good at making banana bread. And have you started? You what? Have you started making? Have you made banana bread already? Uh, yeah, yeah, I have. Um, a few times, probably like once a week for the past few weeks. Um, Don't yeah. tell me you've made sourdough bread. No, no, no. Good, because no, no, everyone's no, no. fucking done that. No, 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 Don't no, do that. no, no sourdough bread. No, no. Um, I just, you know, I, I've just been trying to find what do I do with my bananas. Um, that I keep, you know, getting and not eating and like, well, fuck. <laughs> you know, this banana is not getting any use right now. So I might as well turn it into some, so that's, some lovely, lovely yeah. banana bread. So that's and then I saw the- a tweet the other day that someone was like, okay, listen, if you're making b- banana bread, you have to have more in it than just fucking banana and bread. Because if you're going to have bread for breakfast, it's got to have like nuts and chocolate and shit in it. And that's, that's what I aspire to. That's what I aspire right. to is to have a good combination of like banana bread and like, you know, nuts in it. And so, so you're uh, like, you know, it's not much, man, but Hey, look, fuck, you know, it's, you know, it's what we got right now. Take what you can get. You're like 90% of people go to the grocery store. They wander through the fruit section first. They go, I'm so responsible and healthy. Let me grab a bunch of bananas here. Mm, Apricots. Love those. I'll grab some of those. Got to stock up on my apples and then my oranges too. And then when you get home, you throw away the stuff you bought two weeks ago and replace it with the stuff you just bought uh, to throw away again two weeks later. So right. I thought you were going to say you always feel good when you go in the grocery store because you go to the produce set first and you load up. But by the time you get to like the paper goods, you've already hit like the cereal aisle and the chip right. aisle. And Everyone goes to produce yeah. first, right? Yeah. 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 If you don't go to produce first, you're a fucking monster. That's right? how you feel. Yes. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, they, yeah. fucking grocery stores are scientists, man. They they have it laid out a specific yes. way. Yeah, you walk in the door. That's good. Yeah, the soda is very last. They're like, come on, you've been here for two hours. You know, you right. you're just gonna get this fucking coke, aren't you? Yeah, you sad bastard. Get it. So, but I am, uh, you know, I'd like to just drop in some things that have popped up in my world. Uh, I've Please. been playing a lot more video games. Um, since the COVID started, like a lot more. Like I got to the point where I wasn't really playing video games that much, you know, dropping in and out with my kids when they were doing stuff. But I have started to play a lot more and um, it's so handy now. You can just buy them for like, you know, I look for the deal and then I'll buy like something for eight bucks. I played the first, the rebooted, the first two Tomb Raiders and they're both very fun. Okay. And then I said, you know, I, I always dipped in and out with the Assassin's Creed franchise. Oh, so yeah. I thought to myself, well, hey, this, there's a deal on Assassin's Creed Origins and Odyssey for like 25 bucks for the deuce. I'm going to do it. Dived in. Origins, it's weird because I actually did them back to front. I went to Odyssey first okay. and played it through. I played that motherfucker because it, <clears throat> it tells you how many hours you're putting into it. Yeah. I played that fucking thing for over 100 hours, dude. All right. Okay. And Some it, people have learned French. It was... <laughs> <laughs> and I played Assassin's Creed for 100 hours. It is, I'm telling you, the best video game I've ever played in my life. Uh, I can't, they all blend together. This and this is going to lead in really nice to me uh, to something that I was going to bring up to you is, how many are there? There's a bunch. There's like oh. a fucking bunch of them, right? There's so which a, one is, a, a, which one is Origins? Which, Origins like, is the newest one now. So they've kind of rebooted it, the franchise. Um, they went, they did the pirate thing and then they came right. out of that and then did it yeah. Origins, which is based in Egypt. And, oh, it's, right. and okay. I'm playing That's that right now. Yeah. I'm almost right. finished that. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun. Right. But then they went to Odyssey, which is Greek mythology, Greek legends. And the next one that's coming That's out funny. this year is going to be Viking, Norse mythology. I'm really excited about it. But now Odyssey, Origins is fun. I've been enjoying it. Well, Odyssey is a fucking masterpiece. Like, they put some time and effort, and specifically into the story. I was moved to tears playing wow. a goddamn video game, dude. There's a moment in it that something happens to a character in it, and I fucking teared up. <laughs> Never been close to doing that in a video game before. Yeah, Ever. I think I probably have, because I think that the video games are, I mean, it's, it's a, just a new, we have to stop thinking of them as just video games. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's the thing is you have to it's it's just an extension of entertainment. It's another way to consume something right. that's, you know, either it's drama than or action or comedy. Oh yeah. And, I mean, and, it's, but they're, you know, it's they're, making so much money. You know, they're open their price that's gonna happen this year. Like oh, you know, sure. most new games are fifty nine bucks. It's gonna be yeah. sixty nine. Yeah. Um, but while we're talking about that, and um, while we have that on our minds too, they just announced or in the last month or so they announced that PlayStation five will be out this year. Yeah. Right in time for Christmas and play and Xbox Series X will be out this year too. Both are coming with a um, a digital component where you can just download. You don't actually have to download. You don't have to buy a console anymore. You can just buy whatever digital component software to upload to your smart TV or whatever. I'm assuming, and then you don't actually have to purchase the console. You'll be able to just route games directly to it. So, which is the direction we're moving in away from natural. You know, like music now is all digital. Oh, so you're just talking about streaming, right? Yeah, it's all going to oh, go yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'll both have components to do that. Um, and obviously, much cheaper option if you can purchase the digital Xbox or PlayStation 5. Um, I still, I'm, I'm a, currently I'll still probably buy the box. I like the look at, I mean, as an Xbox guy, I think you're a PlayStation guy, right? Uh, I mean, I've gone back and forth. I don't have allegiance to either one. 
Well, as an Xbox guy, I, I like the. It's just a box. It's a rectangular box that stands up. Um, it looks cool. I think the PlayStation Five looks a little bit. You know, I don't know the, what I saw. Aesthetically, I preferred the Xbox. Sure. But um, I don't know super too much about either system. I know I've heard rumors that the PlayStation is going to be about eight hundred bucks. The Xbox is going to be more like four fifty. I can't imagine they won't be somewhat line priced. I that mean, seems really if expensive. You think about the amount of time you spend with it. The investment based on like the amount of time, yeah. like, yeah, it's, it's it could be your entire entertainment system essentially is what they're trying to do, yeah, yeah, they've been trying so, for a while. But that's been interesting, you know, um, that, that we're going to see that, um, soon. I, uh, I watched uh, an episode of Brew Bros, yeah, I'm sorry, um, and I think why didn't they just call it cunts because, yeah. right, no, it's that would be more appropriate in yeah. my view. And that's less said about that, the better. Yep. Um, uh, did you have you heard about this Jaws we make thing that happened? The I'm sorry, say that again. The Jaws, Jaws remake. Jaws we make. We make. We make a bunch of fans during the COVID. Yeah. A hundred Jaws fans from around the UK, USA, and India spent part of the COVID nineteen lockdown creating their own unique social distance fan made version of Jaws. Oh, great! And they've never met. The only thing uniting them was their love for Jaws and being on lockdown. Dubbed the Jaws we make, the over an hour long love letter to the Universal Pictures classic directed by Steven Spielberg has been created using a mix of live action, animation, action figures, and stop motion to reimagine the 1975 shark tour and the safety of their own home. For that added extra Jaws feel, it includes footage shot in Martha's Vineyard, the same location that doubled as Amity for Jaws. Introduced by actor and writer Ian Shaw, son of uh, Jaws star Robert Shaw, uh, Jaws we make uh-huh. premiered on Saturday the 20th of June. 2025, 45 years to the day that Jaws released in cinemas, the greatest film ever made. Uh, I added that part in and received rare, rare, rave reviews from fans and critics alike. So grab your cans, get ready to crush them, drink to your legs, and enjoy Jaws We Make. And uh, you can just go to thedailyjaws.com and watch that for free. I heartily recommend it. It's fucking brilliant. So oh, all fun. Right, all right. Okay. The, you know those three friends who remade Indiana Jones, uh, yeah, Lost Ark? Yep. Very reminiscent Absolutely. of that. And it's just so fun. And just Will some we, of the parts are incredibly inventive. Will we add the uh, little link to the show notes? Wallace, add that link to the show notes. <laughs> uh, we just did, Adam. It's that easy. Awesome. So uh, uh, that's been a lot of fun. So, and also, I wanted to just a tip of the cap, because I know this happened since the last time we talked to you as well, talked to each other. Uh, Joel Schumacher passed away. Yeah. Um, uh, not that long ago, uh, June 22nd, he passed away. And, you know, someone who uh, made some incredible movies. I'm just going to flip through his his uh, his uh, film- filmography here for a second. You know, he pardon me, he wrote like The Wiz, crazy. What a crazy movie. He wrote Car Wash. Have you ever seen Car Wash? Oh, of course. It's fucking yeah. great. Car yeah. Wash, um, Incredible Shrinking Woman, he directed. Awesome. Uh, Elmo Spire. I mean, The Lost Boys, classic, classic movie. Um, Cousins is not actually that bad starring Ted Danson Flatliners saw that in Germany when I lived over there very strange experience not Flatliners kind of so-so movie Falling Downs an excellent movie yeah great Batman Forever is is a good Batman movie it is that's the one it is is yep 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 Um, it was good Uh, very you know it was a good movie Um, Time to Kill he did some um, uh, some of John Grisham's film movies and he made Batman and Robin absolutely atrocious yeah. mess yeah um, but he, he's done some just eight millimeter he's done some great stuff tiger land's really good bad company's excellent 
an excellent, excellent film. If you haven't checked it out, you should definitely check it out. Um, and then towards later in his career, he, um, you know, didn't do great stuff, but um, he did uh, House of Cards as well. I guess he he directed some of those. So um, yeah, but that was pretty shit to hear. And then um, Ian Holm Ian died. Holm. Yeah. Oh God, you know that was a bit of a fucking shocker. Um, and then just what two days ago, Carl Reiner. And Carl Reiner passed away. Yeah. Yeah. The rule of threes, dude. So um, I, I'll say a quick story about Ian Holm. Um, obviously, Alien, uh, Bilbo Baggins, uh, one of the greatest character actors ever, in my opinion. Um, I went to see um, um, uh, a friend of mine, um, Ken Kelly, if he listens. What's up, Ken? Uh, Was he also in Fifth Element? Yes. Uh, not Ken Kelly, Ian Holm. Okay. Um, Ken Kelly, my friend, is a stage director uh, for the Gate Theatre in Dublin. It was for a long time. He lives in Scotland now. It's it a significant other. Still does that. That's what he does. He stage production is what he does for a living. So um, the Gate Theatre is probably the best, most well-known theatre in Ireland. It usually has, you know, you know, heavyweight stuff. You know, people come from all over the world. Famous actors come to play in shows, depending on who the director is and stuff. So... Uh, I went, I was over visiting Ireland, visiting home. Um, this is probably 10, 15 years ago. And Ken was, they were open, oh, I just happened to be there to open a night of a new Harold Pinter play. It, was, it wasn't new at the time, but uh, they were redoing the Harold Pinter play, um, Homecoming, um, or Home, um, uh, with, um, and Ian Home was the, um, was in it. Was it called so, Homecoming? It's Home, yeah, not Homecoming. Um and so I got to go to the open night. So it was pretty fucking cool. Um, it's a really heavy play. Um, if you uh, The Homecoming, if you haven't seen or heard of it, it's basically like a, a family drama set in one room um, with this family who are all very dysfunctional and pretty nasty characters. But, you know, talks says a lot about the human condition and how awful and you know, generally shitty people can be who are supposed to love each other and how they show that, you know, as a family. So, um, but the cool thing was, is that Ian Holm was on it and then I got, to, you know, we hung out after when the actors came out because it was like, it, almost like a closed show, um, you know, uh, the, the opening night is. Um, uh, um, not only was Ian Holm came out and talked, uh, the guy who was in um, um the, one of the first Harry Potter movies, I think it was Harry Potter, the guy, who was the bad guy in that, who played that one teacher? Quirrell? Uh, yeah, Quirrell, had Voldemort yeah. growing out the back of his mm -hmm. head. Yeah. He was in it. He was in, name, yeah. he, he was in the um, the, the play too. But um, in the, um, uh, hold on a second here. Uh, in the, as we, as we were sitting around, like being kind of stark, because just Ian Holm was, was actually like, you know, just, two people away from me, you know, I, I didn't actually say it to him because I didn't have the, you know, but we, we, we also noticed that, that who, who else was in the, who, who else had been in the, in the audience that night was John Hurt. What? So I had John Hurt and Ian Holm, two actors in one of my favorite films of all time, standing beside each other, having a fucking laugh. Yeah. And I was like, aside from the, the ex excellent play we just saw, this yeah. is worth the price of admission, yep. which I didn't have to pay. That's wicked. Know, just to get to see both those guys who are both dead now, um, just yucking it up because they both live. Well, John Hurt lived in Ireland and uh, later part of his life, and um, came to see his buddy, you know, in his new play. So cool. cool, man. Yeah, man. So, um, R.I.P. Ian Holm. Um, that's what I just wanted to kind of say. That's what's been going on with me, buddy. Uh, it's a lot, man. Given you know the situation. 
Yeah. Um, I haven't really played any video games in a while. You know, I've, I've played some old shit. That Sensuous Sacrifice, if you ever get a chance to play that, that's a really trippy psychological fucking Viking game. Um, replayed the, uh, the the Star Wars, the new Star Wars game, started the new Spider-Man game. Um, thought about starting um, Red, the new Red Dead, the most recent Red Dead Redemption game again, but I was like, I don't have six years to to dive into that <laughs> that's again. That's a pretty good game, though. Yeah, it is fucking beautiful. Yeah, um, yeah but I'm, really, I'm, I'm looking forward to the new consoles and to the new, uh, there's a bunch of new games coming out that are going to be really fun. Um, but, you know, otherwise, just been watching, trying to find some shit to watching, a lot of, a lot of scrolling. I find myself doing a lot of scrolling, you know, because I just can't quite commit to anything. Just yeah, stop scrolling, man. You got, Dude, you got, I know. It is, you you have scrolling. to, yeah. yeah it's hard to do, though. I know what you're talking about. It's yeah. You just get sucked in. So I was I was scrolling the other day, and I saw just, you know, like just scroll, 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 scroll. And I came across a movie. I'm trying to remember what movie it was. Uh, it was, you know, it's probably like Tremors, right? And it was like Tremors 5. And I was like, wow, were there five Tremors? And I was like, I feel like we talked about that recently. Um, and then that got me thinking of, uh, of franchises, right? Like movies that have more than one or two films in there, you know, more than two films mm-hmm. in, their, in their series. So I... I, I, there's more I, than two. Is that a franchise? I guess, yeah. Well, okay. Franchise movie, maybe, then probably a sequel. Not right. I think right. a franchise, would you go over two, you could call it a franchise. I think that makes okay. sense. Okay. Well, here's, here's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to read you the name. I'm gonna, like, uh, Let's call it the franchise, right? Like, just the theme. Like, people are going to get fucking nitpicky and be like, well, no, they're not all the same. Y- you'll understand real quick, all right? I'm going to, let's, we'll just start here, okay? Right? I'm just going to give you the name of the franchise, for, you know, if you're listening and you're like, well, it's not really a franchise, fuck you. Um, and I want you to tell me how many films you think are in that franchise. Okay, cool. Can you do that? I can do that. All right. I mean, we don't have to like talk about every single movie in the franchise. No, it's our favorite. Okay, cool. All right. So like, just for example, the, uh, the original Fast and the Furious came out in 2001. Okay. How many? What's the number? You don't have to name them all, but how many, okay. how many different Fast and Furious movies are there? So I would say, now, I, I, I'm very proud of the fact I haven't seen one of these fucking films. Right, which is why I started with this one. Um, and I uh, I would say, I want to throw Hobbs and Shaw in there too, because it's part of the deal. Exactly. I'm going to say there's eight. Eight? Yeah. You're, you're pretty close, man. Nine? That's nine. Yeah. I knew yeah. it was around there. It was yeah. high. Uh, all right. So let's say, um, what do we got here? Okay, here's one for you. How about this? Uh, in uh, 2005 was a fun movie called Green Street Hooligans. Did yeah. you know there were sequels to it? <laughs> really? Yeah, how many? <laughs> so total number in the franchise for Green Street Hooligans? Yeah. Four? Three? Three. There's three, yeah. Really? Green Street, yeah, Green in 2009, Green Street Hooligans 2. And then... Um, <laughs> In 2013, Green Street 3, never back down. Um, yeah, so. Uh, okay, how about this? How about the Jackass movies? How many Jackass movies have there been? Oh, uh, I think I've seen First all of them. was in 2002. Yeah, uh, it's fucking hilarious. Um, second one, less hilarious. Third you know, I was one, just telling someone the other day about when we got hammered at Charlie Hooper's with Preston Lacey. Do you remember that? I wasn't there. What? My wife was there. Oh, yeah, Jen was right. there. I was not there. I was like, I don't think I was drinking at the time. And I think that was the night, if I remember this correctly, you, me, her, Tyler were out at Hooper's. And then you guys are starting to get drunk and doing shots and pressuring me because I wasn't drinking at the time because that's the kind of people you were. At the time. And then, 
<laughs> and I was like, well, you know, okay, Tyler was pressuring me. Yeah. So that's the kind of person he yeah. is. And uh, and uh, I was like, I'm just going to go because you guys are turning into, you know, sure. drunk people. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. not fun yeah. when you're not drunk. And I went home uh, and uh, I think that's the night you guys met him. Yeah. You I made him produce right. his license. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so jackasses. How many? How many jackasses uh, are there? Okay, first one's great. Second one's not as great. Third one's definitely not as great. I think there's four. There's five. Fuck. Oh, but, but it's bad really, grandpa. Uh, no, no, no. They're not counting that one. Uh -huh. um, but it's really weird because it's Jackass the movie, Jackass number two, Jackass two point five, Jackass three D, and then Jackass three point five. So it's kind of cheaty there. Um, okay, let's move on. How about this? Um, aliens. You probably know that one. Bad boys. You know that one. Predator. You got that one. Uh, oh wait, how about this? How many Shreks are they? So the first Shrek came out in 2001. Masterpiece, right? Very good. I mean, fucking classic. Very good. Eddie okay, Murphy, so, I mean, it kind of kickstarted his career again. Yeah. So sh the original Shrek came out in 2001. How many Shreks are there? Okay, they did Shrek Forever After or whatever. That was one of them. I think there was three Shreks. Are you going to count Puss in Boots in there too? No. Okay. Not, this I, think there's, I think there's... Fuck. If there's three, there's probably four. I'd say four. There's four. You're right. Yeah. There's Shrek, Shrek 2, Shrek the third, and Shrek Forever After. You're really good at this, man. Um, okay. So how about... Uh, where are we at? Taken. How many Takens are there? Oh, fuck. Three. There are three? Okay, yeah. yeah. I think I've seen them. Uh, seen them you're all. pretty good about this. Um, okay. The first one they took is what is his daughter. Then they took his ex-wife. Then they took everybody. Then just everybody. He just woke up and everyone's there. Existentially. Um, okay. He got took himself. How about this? So the original Planet of the Apes pre Wahlberg, okay? So no Wahlberg and no oh. reboot. So the first one was in '68. The last okay. one was in '73. So how many of okay. those? I'm gonna see if I can name them. Oh, please do. Planet of the Apes. Yep. Beneath the Planet of the Apes. Yep. Escape from Planet of the Apes. Yep. I'm gonna try and do it in chronological order here. There you are so far. Escape from Planet of the Apes. Then there was Conquest of Planet of the Apes. Yeah, yeah, that's number Battle four. For Planet of the Apes. Yeah, five. That's amazing. <laughs> well done, sir. Well done. Yeah, that's that's incredible. We need to do a deep dive one time in the original Planet of the Apes movies. Fucking hell, dude. That's great. Okay, um, less good. How about Underworlds? How many Underworlds are there? Oh fuck! You know, sadly, I know I've seen all these too. I could yeah, not name the chronological yeah. order. Chronological the, order. First one was in two thousand three. The most recent one was two thousand sixteen. I see. Kate Beckinsale is just my jam. Okay, okay. I'm. I'm yep. in love, I've been in love with her. So, um, Underworld is two. She's only in like three of them, though, right? Uh, well, no, she. All of them. Maybe she was in three. the first two, and then I think the third one did it was like a flashback. Oh, you're right. Yeah. 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 Um, and he had and Tara, that actress Tara, who looks a lot, reminds me a lot of Kate Beckinsale mm -hmm. actually, as her mother. Uh, with Michael Sheen still in it though he was I think he was in the first three for sure or the first one third anyway one two three is the flashback one then she came back for four and I want to say they did another one I think there's five there are five my friend yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah you're you're batting a thousand you're doing pretty good okay how about this how about you know Insidious came out in 2010 how many Insidiouses have there been you know here that's a film franchise I have not seen I've seen bits of it but weirdly enough, I've seen the um, uh, the Conjuring. I've seen the one, two, yep. and I think they're doing a third of that. And then Annabelle splits off 
from none, that. None of those are in the. So these are all just insidious. But I think it's the same colon. people. Sure. Who are making them anyway? Right. Insidious. There's one, two. I think there's three. There's four. Yeah. So one, two, there's chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, and then the last key for some reason. Um, right. Okay. Um, how about? Oh, here we go. Softball. Jaws. Jaws is seventy-five. How many Jaws have have there been? Jaws one. <laughs> Jaws. Uh, the greatest film ever made. Jaws. Yep. Jaws two. Yep. Jaws three D. Jaws four or Jaws the Revenge. Yep. Um. That's it. That's right. You're right. Well done, sir. Uh, okay. Hey, did you um did you see a movie in 1988 that made you cry called The Land Before Time? Um, I, yeah, I mean, the, the dinosaur film? Yeah. 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 How Cute. many of those have there been? Uh, I know there's a bunch of direct-to-video ones, um, because I have children. Um, yeah. I want to say there's at least, no, fuck, I think I remember seeing, like, a lot of, like, one, two, and then they went Roman numeral. So, I remember, I think I saw an IV, there might be even five of those. Is there five? Yeah, there's seven. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, all right. Um, okay. Never in story. No one did that one. Um, Starship Troopers. How many Starship Troopers have there been? Oh, the first one was in '97. The most recent one was 2017. <laughs> um, Casper Van Diem. Um, I um, I met his ex-girlfriend, fiance, once in a bar in Santa Barbara. Um, she was Robert Mitchum's niece. How about that? <laughs> um she was very nice sure um was she taking your order no 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 i i was working at the bar she oh you were working okay. <laughs> uh um she had a thing for the australian bartender we had to work for us anyway um i want to say there's there's got to be the latest one 2017 so they yeah. made one they made another one maybe they're are they up to four they're up to five, my friend. Cool. Uh, there's Starship Troopers, and then Troopers 2, Hero of the Federation, Heroes 3, Marauder, Heroes 4, Invasion. They just start and stop the numbering system. And then five is Traitor of Mars. Have you seen uh, any of them excited for the first one? No. Me neither. I uh, have not. Um, American Pie. Great. American Pie came out in 1999. How many American Pie films have there been? Three. No, oh, yeah, no, you would think. Multiply that by three, and you're close. There's Nine? eight. You fucking kidding? Yeah, there's eight. Oh, there's Amer it's just uh, American Pie, American Pie Two, American Wedding, and then American Pie presents Bandcamp. By uh, American Pie presents Naked Mile. American Pie presents Beta House. American they Pie all porn movies. I mean, basically, they sound like porn movies. right? I mean, it's what it is. Uh, there's a lot of Dragon Hearts, a lot of Saws. There's a fuck ton of Saws. Yeah. Um, what else? The reboot uh, Saw too. Yeah, my Jesus, fuck. Oh, how about this Home Alone? Home Alone in 1990. How many Home Alones have there been? Um, did they reboot? Did they redo that with his little brother or something? Uh, uh, I, I don't know if it was a, Kevin it was Culkin a then in it. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I don't think it's all McCauley Culkin. No, 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 no. I, there definitely was a reboot at some point. Probably that 2002 one. Uh, no, maybe Home Alone Three was a reboot. Because I would reboot, love, but a different child, a different kid. You know, if you can imagine, like you have Macaulay Culkin the first two, and just are, like Kieran, first, who's just like, first, I don't fuck. Yeah, the first two or three, yeah. and then and then he reboot in ten. He's just in his mother's basement and getting high. Right. Home alone. Yeah, I'm home alone every fucking night, bro. <laughs> you know, I mean, that would be cool. Uh, I'd watch that if it was uh, still yeah. starring Macaulay Culkin. How many? Name, of them is, 
Maybe you know the, the most recent was 2012, and maybe that's it. It's Home Alone: The Holiday Heist. Four. Uh, that's it. Um, Tremors. We, I think we've talked about that before. There's six of them. Um, great names. Uh, was there one more that I really? A lot of Resident Evils. Uh, Lots of those. Yeah. Death Wishes. Do you know how many Death Wishes there were? Oh, there's a shit ton. Yeah. Um, I think they rebooted that too with um, in '94. Bruce Willis. Oh, yeah. No, they're not. They just, didn't even bring in that one. This is just the straight. Uh, uh, um, Charles Bronson. Yeah. Uh, who, if, if you've ever met my dad, is a fucking ringer for Charles Bronson. Just FYI, everyone. Um, they made, there, there's at least five of those. There are five of them. Yeah. And the yeah. last one is called The Face of Death. Um, do you yeah. remember The Prophecy? With uh, Christopher Walken? Yeah. 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 How many, there's a bunch of those. How many of those? There are more, are than, more than one. Yeah, but you know the second one I thought was pretty damn good. No, I have seen Prophecy One, Prophecy Two. I've not seen anything any of the rest of them. Is there four of them? There's five. The let's see, Prophecy Two, and then Prophecy Three: The Ascent, Uprising, and then Forsaken. Uh, uh, you know the rest of them. There's a lot of uh, they bring it on. There's a lot of bring it ons, but I think it's just like the bring it on titles are just the best. Um, a lot of child's play. I thought there's one more. Yeah, okay, how about this? How many kickboxers? The original kickboxer was in 1989. The most recent one was 2018. That's just stupid. It no is. one knows they're still making those films. That's ridiculous. No. How Again, I know I've said this a few times. Yeah, we've said this a few times. I don't know how this film got made. I don't know right. who decided, let's put my fucking money into this piece of trash. But then again, I don't know the ins and outs of the movie business. So maybe they thought, let's put a million dollars of my money into this piece of trash and I can sell the shit out of it in India and make like 50 million bucks there. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Maybe that's what it, I'm but assuming that's what it is. There's a podcast that's called like, how did this get made? But it's always like, how did this get made? Pee-wee's big adventure. Well, oh, okay. That's fucking random. Right. Like, I, okay. We, that's going to be a great story. What I want to know is how did kickboxer, uh, six, is there vengeance, a vengeance, not even spelled right in 2016. <laughs> how did that get made? Is there six? After is that, the answer, no. Is there eight? Is there, I There's say eight. seven. Oh, There's wow. seven. So after Kickboxer Vengeance, <laughs> it's 2016. Someone All says, well, we fucking need retaliation now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. And, the, and finally, last one. And we won't. We won't. You've um, said that three times now. Yeah, I know. But there's just so many. How about this? John Cena did The Marine in 2006. How many of those? are? This is there's, the same thing. There's a lot. Because uh, yeah, the Miz, Mike Mizlet, oh, Jesus Christ. The yeah. Miz, the other wrestler, he took over. I think John Cena is only in the first one. Yeah, probably. And then the Miz, because WWE just churned those out. Yeah. Uh, oh, I think there's like okay. six of them. Maybe that at six least makes them. sense. There is definitely six, and you've seen them all. Uh, I have not seen any of them. I haven't even seen the first one. Seven Police Academies, five Dr. Doolittles, Puppet Masters. How about, I'm going to call this the last one. This is the last one. Puppet Master in 1989. How yeah, many Puppet Masters? <laughs> you know, this is the age of, you know, direct-to-video Let's make, you know, I've seen a couple of the Puppet Masters. They're, the guy with the twirly head, right? Oh, the the first that? five were made in four years. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I think there's probably ten. God, yeah, I hope there is there's, there's eight. Oh, shit. Um, Come on, someone's going to make two more Puppet Masters. Uh, I did, oh yeah, so I did see this one. All right, so the, okay, these are the last two, but Puppet I thought Master it was funny. Ten, you're dead. Um, do you remember Lake Placid from 1999? Puppet Master Ten, we just cut the strings. Puppet Master 10, no more hands up their arse. So right. what were you saying? Whose hand? Uh, Lake Placid. And we've talked about this before, actually. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Lake Placid, 1999. Lake Placid is a future Miltas. Yeah, okay. Uh, how many Lake Placids are there? 
Fifteen. Uh, not that many. Um, there are six. Would you like me to read them out to you, or should we move on to the last movie? Let's go to the last movie. Okay. How about this? How many anacondas have there been? Oh, loads. Um, uh, I don't. <laughs> five. There's five. I'm just going really? five. I'm going to spoil it. Five. Yeah. Because you know why, why I brought up Lake Placid? Because Anaconda 5 is called Lake Placid versus Anaconda. <laughs> All right, Adam, I'm calling the show for tonight. We're going to cut this off. I'm going to go watch that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what's incredible. funny? Of the Lake Placid movies, that's number five. They made another one after that. <laughs> no, they didn't. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Lake Placid Legacy. So, anyways, franchises, dude. They're fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Franchises. <laughs> Um, I gotta write that down. <laughs> Hold on a second. Make placid. <laughs> um, all right. So, thanks, Adam. Uh, fun. <laughs> so, uh, again, we did we already say hello? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> Hi, should, I'm Adam. No, we should, I'm Dave. Welcome we to should now, now no, put the did. music. You, yeah, I, think I you did. Yeah, I did. I said thanks for, for joining. Time uh, doesn't exist anymore. So, right. yeah. <laughs> uh, so we've reached the part of our show where we do. Day of Days. Oh, which is the beginning of the podcast. Welcome, <laughs> settle in. It's going to be a bumpy ride. I'm really excited about this. So today is, um, this is the day we recorded it. Might not be the day you're listening to it because we don't know when it'll get out. But this is the day we recorded So today is July the 2nd. It is a Thursday. Two days before the 4th of July, which is a fun holiday usually. Obviously, this year, it's all shit because everything's shit. But today is the July July the 2nd, and we're going to go down through what fun things happened on July the 2nd in history. Um, I'm going to start with births, birthdays, people who were born on this day throughout history. Uh, everyone? The first one, everyone, yeah. The first one I want to bring a, a, a shout-out to. Um, is probably actually, in fact, my favorite one on this list is Larry David, who oh, was wow. born in 1947 yeah. uh, on July the 2nd. And they just announced that they're doing season 11 of uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, which is one of my favorite shows of all time. It's excellent. And we need Larry David now. We need Larry David going through the COVID. Yep, because more than ever. Yep. It's going to be fucking great to watch. Gonna, yes, it is. You know, like you can imagine him go, get away from me. You know, yep. I mean, just yep. freaking out. Whole, every mask. Ready to go out of his house. Just you know, yelling at Costco. people, you know. Um, so super excited about that. So uh, also born in 1946 is Ron Silver. Good character actor. Um, he was in things like um, Time Cop. If oh, uh, yeah. If you haven't seen that one, you should check it out. Um, 1957, Brett the Hitman Hart, my all-time favorite wrestler, uh, was born. Um, oh, I didn't realize think of Black Attack. Yeah. He's Canadian, and he's awesome. Um, Julia Montgomery was born, uh, and who's she, I hear you say, in 1960? Well, do you remember Revenge of the Nerds? you remember the kind of I do. sorority girl who ended up with the head nerd? What, David Anthony? Carradine? No, David Carradine's not Bruce Revenge Carradine. of the Nerds. Which Carradine was a Carradine brother. Was it? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Um, she was born in Kansas City, Missouri. That's why I want to celebrate her birthday today. She didn't really do a lot after that. She did a lot of TV, Magnums, you know, Hunters, that kind of stuff. But she was in Revenge of the Nerds and she was born in KC Mo. Uh, so good. Happy birthday, Julia. Uh, in 1963, uh, one of my uh, heroes in the cinema industry, uh, Dr. Mark Kermode, 
who we have alluded to many times on this podcast. Yes, we have. We've talked about the Cinema Code of Conduct, which comes from his show with Simon Mayo on the BBC Radio 5 every Friday. And happy birthday to Dr. Mark. I'm sure he's a listener. Um, 1964 <laughs> is someone we've met in the past, my friend, Mr. Doug Benson, comedian. Yeah, Doug I just showed Benson. somebody that picture the other day. Yeah, and if you want to tell that story, Adam, real quick, when did we meet Doug Benson? That would have been the spring of 2014. Where did it we meet? It was a, at the Alamo Draft House. That's right. It was at a, uh, it, there was an Gang Game of Thrones beer release. I think it was Fire and Blood. Yeah, yeah um, we were shown, what was the movie? Dr- uh, Dragonheart. Dragon Slayer? We, we, Dragon Slayer, so yes. Sorry, mm-hmm. Dragon Slayer. We presented Dragon Slayer. Um, yeah. Davey uh, made me dress up in a uh, proper HBO Night's Watch costume and walk yeah. around with Movie quality, my friend. It was movie from quality. the show. Yeah, yeah. With, a, with a massive sword Yeah, um, through a crowded bar. Um, that was really fun. We yeah, had and then, fucking acrobats and fire breathers and shit. Uh, it was so fucking good, dude. Show. It was great, yeah. One of the best promotions we've ever done, let me just I, say. I uh, agree, yes. Um, but we met Doug Benson, who was there. He was there he just doing happened to it. be there. He was hanging out with my buddy Chris Cubis. He, he was doing a bit, though. The next, yeah, he did the, no, that, that night and the next day, he was doing a bit there. Yeah, it was, it was like the Doug Benson movie thing, like where he was, yeah, um, he yeah, he had a mic and, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting enough, I went back to get my car the next day, because we were both, we were pretty drunk when we left, and, yeah. um, I, I was that. getting in the parking lot and Doug Benson comes out the back door to smoke a joint before he goes back in to do his bit yeah, the next day. So whole, that was it. That and that right there was his whole bit. Also, he bought my wife a drink and her uh, friend at the time who she was with. Um, uh, also born uh, this day in 1989 was Alex Morgan, U.S. soccer hero. She is awesome. And she was born in 1989. And then the final birth I'm going to celebrate, we are going to celebrate Today is Margot Robbie, um, Harley Quinn herself. Yeah. Was born on this day in 1990. God, she's fucking young. And um, uh, that's pretty cool, man. Um, Suicide Squad wasn't as bad as everybody made out to be. No, it was fine. Uh, Harley Quinn, Wait, Birds of Prey, not no, that good. Suicide Squad was not that great. Birds of Prey was actually pretty decent. I didn't like it. Um, and I'm looking forward to the new Suicide Squad, the reboot or whatever. So, not that I didn't like Birds of Prey, it just wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. So, we've done births. Let's now do deaths. Who died? Whose death day is July 2nd? Firstly, Nostra fucking Damas died no, in but he didn't see that coming. <laughs> oh, boom, boom, boom. Shh. I just <laughs> lobbed that softball up to you, buddy. You hit it out of ballpark. Good job. Yeah. Also, uh, Ernest Hemingway died uh, in uh, uh, 1961. Betty Grable um died uh, in 1973 of uh, and betty grable was that like the most famous pinup she's the woman who was painted on all the airplanes on the gis yeah. yep. uh, and the and what the, a dish yeah yeah uh died of lung cancer 56 because oh. back then everybody smoked all the time yep um lee remick died in 1991 um, and if you don't remember who Lee Remick is, she was a, a great actor. Actor uh, was in a super scary movie starring Richard Burton. I love calling Medusa Touch, which is on YouTube. If you want to watch it, um, really fucking creepy about a telekine- telekinetic man. His powers kept getting greater and greater and greater. And also the Omen, the original Omen with Gregory Peck. She was in that. This is the super scary bit. If you remember one of the scariest bits in those movies, where she was in the hospital after Damien had 
hit her with his tricycle and almost killed her. And uh, she gets a call from her husband, Gregor Peck, like, you get out of the fucking hospital, because he knows something bad's going to happen to her. She has this, she gets up and she's struggling because her hand's in a cast, she's got a crutch. She's trying to get this, like, nighty off. She pulls it over her head, but it's kind of like chiffon see-through. And then the scary uh, nursemaid comes in to the room she's at, and she turns around so the so the, the, the nighty's over Lee Remick's face, but you can see her eyes through. She's got these really piercing blue eyes. As the nursemaid looks at her, you know, she's fucked. And yeah. the look of horror on her face, she puts her finger in her mouth and bites down on it. And she goes, oh, like that. It's I'm getting the chills just thinking about it. Just Google that on YouTube and check it out. Uh, Lee Remick getting killed in Omen, and you'll see what I'm talking about. It's a very scary moment. Well, let's go ahead and drop that in here right now. It's like our puppet. We are the puppet, ma- puppet master. Ten Wallace. Oh yeah, I should have gone that. How many puppet masters were there? <laughs> uh, Fred Gwynn, who died in nineteen ninety-three. Who's Fred Gwynn? Herman Munster. Yep. No, wow. Yeah. So sad. Um, what a cool character Herman Munster yeah, was. And the, and the judge from um, um, Pet Cemetery. Uh, my cousin Vinny. Well, and my, my cousin, cousin Vinny. Yeah, yeah, Pet Cemetery. <laughs> yep. Sometimes dead's <laughs> <is> better. <laughs> uh, Mario Puzo, who wrote Godfather. Uh, oh, yeah. 1999. Um, Douglas Engelbart, who died in 2013. He created the mouse. The mouse, you know, for your computer. Sure. Where would be yeah. without him? Yeah, also helped create binary language. Um, Michael Camino um, died in 2016. Uh, who wrote and directed one of my all-time favorite movies, one of the greatest films ever made, The Deer Hunter. Yeah. And then turned yeah. around and wrote and directed one of the all-time critically panned movies heaven's gate the mess of a western star chris christopherson and actually yep. pretty much ruined his career essentially he didn't wow. make a film for years later and he made a, a movie called year of the dragon which is a highly underrated hardball cop story starring mickey rourke and he made some good movies after that but never really came back from from making uh, uh heaven's gate have you ever seen heaven's gate i must have i mean it's up there I with can, I about it. sure yeah i have never seen it I think I know. I know it's fucking three hours long or something, but I, I'm going to try and find the time to watch that at some point, just to see if it was as bad as people made out to be. Um, but he also wrote Silent Running. Mag- he wrote Magnum Force, dude, and he wrote Thunderbolt and Lightfoot. They're fucking great movies. Those three movies are. He's excellent. a '70s heavy hitter there. Yeah. yeah. And then finally, uh, this is not finally for Day of Days. The final death I want to discuss is. One of my all-time favorite actors ever, in one of my all-time favorite movies ever, multiple films that I absolutely love, Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart died in 1997 on this day, so raise a glass to Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, he deserves it. Hollywood's nice guys, I hope. Um, when I went to Man's Chinese Theater like 20 years ago, the only people, the only hands and feet I wanted to really see were Jimmy Stewart's. I put my hands and my feet in Jimmy Stewart's. Um, because they're really the only ones I wanted to see. So them and R2-D2 and C-3PO. But um, yeah, Jimmy Stewart, man. Harvey is one of my all-time favorite movies. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life is fantastic. We've waxed lyrical about that film uh, on here before, so we won't have to do it again. But yeah, Jimmy Stewart, raise a, raise a glass to old Jimmy Stewart. Do it. So um, movies that were released today throughout the years. I've only got two, three, four, five. Um, first one was Airplane. Came out today. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Hey, um, surely you can't be serious. And I am serious. Don't call me Shirley. Yeah. Uh, really? That, I mean, how, 
that movie set the fucking it broke the mold for that style right. of like comedy and that stuff. I mean, just joke a minute, completely fucking nonsense. And how many movies have tried to do that since then and failed? Right. I mean, they've done it and worked. I mean, I think it's probably better, but yeah, fuck. And even the sequel was a, a fucking good. riot. Yeah. They're great. Those guys know what they were doing and they had a great form and they stuck with it and they kept on doing it. The Naked Gun movies are excellent. Top Gun or yeah. Top Secret. I mean, they're airplanes. Ah, just talking about Top Secret the other day, too. That's the one that we should be. That's a mill test right there, yeah. too. Yeah. Skeet shooting. Uh, 1993, or sorry, uh, <laughs> 1982 uh, was The Secret of Nim came out oh, this time. Yeah. Real Which is heavy. really, really heavy for Disney. Christ. Super heavy. Yeah. Uh, Don Blues at his best. Yeah. We talked about The Land Before wow. Time. Same, you know, same studio, basically. Um, so, and just to let you know that if you went to the movies, um, or I'll, I'll, I'll finish this off and then I'll, I'll do that bit. Uh, 1993, Son-in-Law starring Paulie Shore. Oof. Have you ever seen that? I have seen it, actually. Yeah. I have. It's got Flea from Rahat Shellacuppers in it. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's it was very formulaic Pauly Shore type movie. Um, Remember, yeah. he was really famous for about a year. Yeah, the t- two or three years he was like son-in-law, and then there was the uh, in the army now, and there was some MTV shit and um, Encino Man. Stand up was Encino Man, uh, Biodome. I think they were all they all were in the the same like three or four years. Yeah, yeah. and I think, um, if I remember, son-in-law actually had a little bit of heart. Um, to it. It wasn't, it wasn't necessarily bad. It was predictable. I mean, it was fucking whatever, but, um, yeah, w- it, I would say it's the least egregious of the Pauly Shore phenomenon that happened I, in the early nineties. I'll happily say, man, I've never seen one of these films. Yeah, don't do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, 1999 or 1999 was Summer of Sam. Did you see that one? Yeah. Yeah. Spike Lee. Fucking great. Yeah. It's very disturbing. Mm-hmm. Um, of its time, you know. Uh, I remember being watching that in the movie theater, like sweating because it was like everyone was always oh, sweating. Everyone was sweating, yeah. The hot of summer on summer record, record yeah. and stuff, yeah. Um, yeah, Summer Sam, if you haven't seen it, you definitely should check it out. And then 2004 uh, was Before Sunset, which is the sequel it was on to. My sequel list. Yeah, the sequel to the, the first one, which was called Before Sunrise, Sunrise. I think. Yeah. Which actually, I really like that movie. It's quite touching. I never, I've never seen second or third part. I think they have a three. I think they have there a third was, part three, that came yeah. out recently-ish. Um, but the first one I really enjoyed. Um, nice little love story. Um, so, uh, let me see. Elvis record. So that's movies. Oh well, no, actually, if you were to go to the movie theater though, and we've talked about this year before, this is kind of like our sweet spot for movies we've talked about this before and we've talked about films in different genres before uh, if you were to go to see the cinema to go to the cinema this week in 1982 you could go and see et yep. rocky 3 blade wow. runner poltergeist uh-huh. the Jeez. thing star yep. trek 2 it's an almost perfect film adam and yeah. conan the barbarian at the movies whoa uh, barbarian. including the secret of nim so you could have so, went to see so like some any of those. Was just like, just oh, fuck, just, dude. Yeah. Stand the whole weekend there. Just yeah. go in and out. I mean, every one of those movies is a fucking classic. You know? Anyway. So, um, 
Uh, I will say, too, in pop culture, Elvis recorded Hound Dog and Don't Be Cruel this day in uh, 1960-something. The first Walmart opened up in 1962. Um, uh, Amelia Earhart went missing in 1937 over the Pacific on this day in July, on July 2nd. And um, today, my friend, is World UFO Day. Did you even know that? No, I did not. Yeah, it's World UFO Day today. So everybody, I was missing time earlier. Next year, because you won't listen to this uh, until it's after July the second. Next year, make sure you stick you stick your head out your window and s- search the skies for a UFO because that's what we're all supposed to be doing today. Um, uh, but uh, I think it's one of the reasons why I think I found out was that Roswell debris was found. I think it was today in 1947. Um, this is the day they think that they initially discovered, or that farmer initially discovered the debris. It didn't start coming out into the newspaper for a little under a week, but they think it was today was the day that he found it. So that's why it's kind of recognized as that. All right. Um, okay. I like and it. Then I dig it. Did a little bit of research then on UFOs. Of course, as you do, I got my interest was piqued, and I found out that the uh, there's a ranking of states, top to bottom states, of who's had the most um, UFO. Uh, sightings and um uh number one is idaho beautiful idaho in the mountains um obviously as you can imagine there's probably quite desert regions in there but yeah i noticed that that i went to kansas number 30 missouri at number 34 so even the aliens treat us like flyover but um so uh, what's the last one i don't remember oh Yeah, Hawaii probably. I only care what I'm interested in. Huh? Sure. Yeah, I guess. Okay. So um, that is my day of days. What a day it was! This has pretty been. good one, man. It's pretty good. You yeah. know. And also the same day that Headspace Invaders recorded episode number forty-three of their world-famous podcast. That's what in like a hundred years. Yeah. Today's day of days. It's going to be like Hound Dog, Don't Be Cruel. Also recorded on this day. Headspace Invaders <laughs> episode forty-three. It's like that, um, yeah, we're going to be like the new Bill and Ted. Adam and Dave. By that, do you mean the new trailer doesn't look all that great? Oh, come on. Come on, you can't be that that guy. No, 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 it doesn't, but um, I'm excited about it. I cannot wait for this film, man. I'm so excited for just that, to be revisit all those guys. Like everything else has been pushed back, so. Yeah, I know. Hopefully we'll see it before the end of the year. Day of Days! Alright, so you would know by that music, it's Paul Corner. Might be short Paul Corner this week because I don't think Adam has one. I do um, not. But I have one. Um, we'll see how long this lasts. Adam, I think you pointed out to me maybe a year or so ago. Yeah, I've done it once. I've done it a hundred times. <laughs> you stared me in the direction of a podcast called Blockbuster. Yeah. And it was um, George Lucas and Steven Spielberg and the 1970s movie revolution where they were going back and forth, making films against each other, kind of like in a friendly competition. Right. Uh, very interesting. Uh, the one thing I thought was a bit, cause you told me, it's like, uh, by the way, they're going to do this whole thing. Make sure to listen to it with headphones because we have some excellent music. And some really amazing sound effects. And you're going to have to listen to this, you know, fully immersed. Take your time. Take a quite a quiet room in your home and and just be calm 
and take a moment and listen to Blockbuster. That's kind of the thing that they pitched at the start. Thank God they didn't do it because I almost switched the whole fucking thing off at that point. I was like, whatever, man. <laughs> they didn't do that for season two, which is out now. Season two is currently playing. Not all I, 10 episodes. I just saw that. Yeah. There's two episodes but in now, I think. Two or three, I think they're in. Yeah. They're in. Now. So season two of Blockbuster's out. Now I'm taking the piss a little bit. Blockbuster season one is very good. I'll, I'll give you the blurb. Six-part miniseries described as the world's first bipod. Tells the story of a... That's what <laughs> they suck. Tells the story of a young yeah. George Lucas and Steven Spielberg, two ambitious up-and-coming friends who lead a movie revolution. Um, uh, and then season two is the story of James Cameron. Yes. Which I think is going to be really fun. Sure. I started... I listened to Blockbuster because I had just come off of the Wondery Inside Star Wars. Yeah, and it was like you know, whatever algorithm the podcast app was like. Oh, if you like that, you will like this. I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah. And I did, and it was like, okay, it's okay. It's not Wondery, but uh, it wasn't inside. But uh, I did see the. So you've listened? Have you listened to the James? This Cameron is the first movie? episode. Yeah. Yeah, and it's good. Holds up. It's great. It's great. Oh, good, good, um, good. It's great. It's early, it's like be... like his is early, early shit, right? Yeah, it starts off in the submersible when he's looking for it's like Harvey Corman shit. Is that what the? It goes to the whole thing, but I I haven't got there yet. The first episode starts with him in the submersible, you know, looking for the Titanic. And... Roger Corman, not Harvey Corman. Sorry. Yeah, like it's kind of scary, um, but it's good. But they do, um, they have, um, what is his name, um. Um, you see, it's written by, uh, written and narrated by Matt Schrader. Uh, sound design is Peter Biowick. Um, original music is Fernando Aro uh, Lascuran. And then it's starring uh, Ross Marquand, who is, um, who is Aaron in, um, in uh, uh, Walking Dead. And also I found out that he is, um, he, did you know, right, um, Hugo Weaving, who is a great actor. Yeah, uh, but the was best. The Red Skull in Captain America First Avenger, right? Yes. He was not in either of the Avengers movies. No, it was your man Aaron from Yeah. yeah. I did not know that. His Hugo today. Weaving like impression it's is fucking, fucking spot on. Yeah. I had yes. no fucking clue. Yeah. No. Until really today. Uh-huh. You know, he does the voice great. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I mean, obviously the makeup, you know, whatever makes him look like Yeah. You know, the Red I mean, no, I, had I not known that going in, I never would have guessed. No, you know, fucking whatever. whatever. Yeah. So, but obviously, James Cameron, you know, I kind of became a figure after he won the Oscars and everything. And that night, he was just over enthusiastic, I think. And he on the King of the World, all that. I don't know. He kind of got the piss take taken out of, of him. Because if you remember, yeah. that, that movie was just fraught with problems. Everyone was just shitting all over because it was taking so long to make. Went way over budget. Building giant tanks. You know, for he built a full-size replica of the Titanic, I'm sure, and sunk it for real. You know, because that's how he rolled. Right. And, and then it became the biggest, highest-grossing film of all, of all time. And then he made Avatar 3D. What? Who's making 3D movies? And that became the highest-grossing movie of all time. So, you know, he knows how to what make... What he's doing works, yeah. Oh, my God. He knows how to make incredible fucking movies. I, uh, ages this, ago. Ages Terminator, ago. Aliens. I mean, the list goes on. There was a um, there was a Calvin and Hobbes, like, a um, hundred years ago, um, where they're driving, and Calvin sees a bridge, and the bridge says, like, you know, the bridge weight is 18 tons. And he asks his dad, he's like, how do they know that 18 tons is the weight? And his dad is like, well, what they do is they take a, a truck and they keep adding weight to it and driving it over and over and over until the bridge collapses. And then they know 
that's how much weight that bridge will hold, right? And then Calvin's like incredulous. But then I'm like, yeah, but that's how James Cameron makes movies. I mean, that's what he does. It's like he physically does that shit. Like, let's break this fuck. Let's build it. Let's break it. Let's tear it down and see what actually happens and then fucking film it and then write a movie about it. But yeah, he is. uh, Yeah, he's, you know, as I said, you can take the piss in him all you want, but fuck, the guy has made some. uh, some of the most incredible films, you know, ever, you yeah. know, from a monetary visual storytelling standpoint. I mean, Avatar should have been absolutely god awful. Think about it. 3D film um, about giant blue creatures, super environmentally environmentalist. The right. name of the. What so was the name? in space. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, unobtainium. Unobtainium was yeah. the name of the yeah, shit. They were going. I mean, come. It was like a joke. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And then it turned. It's just it's such a great film. I mean, it's such a great film. Uh, it started. It restarted all that three D shit. Which I mean, I don't thank him for that. <laughs> but uh, you know, I would say when I saw that, I was like, this is incredible. The way it's. The way he shot it, like the right way, he didn't just take, you know, a movie and then shot it in 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 and then switched to three D. Like he shot it in with those cameras that he reinvented himself. I mean, the dude has made, you know, from submersible stuff for the abyss to just special effects. He has revolutionized the movie industry in so many different ways. And then also he's rev- he's done culturally. He's done stuff. You know, he's a huge advocate for the ocean. Yeah, you know, so yeah, I mean, underwater exploration. Dude. Yep, um, and and I I'm excited to see what the new avatars are because I bet they're fucking great. You know, <laughs> how could they not be? Yeah, I know he's a really he's a master storyteller. So, um, he's just not that prolific, you know, which is good because obviously it takes his time to figure shit out. But, um, so yeah, that's blockbuster in Paul Corner. I would say check it out. They they are entertaining. Again, they're a little bit up their own arse, but sure. Yep, that's okay. Uh, it, it, you know, and the story of James Cameron. I'm excited to see how it unfolds. All right, I'll give it a listen. All right, buddy, we made it to the end of our show, the last part, the usual part that we end on, the bookend. Yep. What's that? It's Meltas. Yeah. I'm gonna start saying things, you know, like that in that voice from now on. <laughs> just have a, me, a just, I, I'll echo the last word you say too. Meltas. <laughs> so um have a miltas um right. most of the time i watch these before i write it up and when i'm doing a little it, research just, I, just you know just real quick yeah what if, what if someone's listening for the first time okay someone said hey have you checked us out and right. then they've gotten to this point well how would you what 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 is this what are we doing right explain it to them to the first right. timers out there so, if you've never heard the show before, you don't know what the fuck Miltas is. You've got 42 excellent fact, shows to go back and listen to. <laughs> and in fact, when I write Miltas, I always write hashtag Miltas. So, right. it, it, it's hashtag Miltas is the end of our show. And what Miltas is, it's an acronym. It stands for Movies I Love That Are Shit. M-I-L-T-A-S. So, it is what it says on the tin. And shit is subjective. Right. Shit is like, if it's been panned critically, if it's under, if it's around anywhere around 45% on a tomato meter or below, <laughs> usually it fits into that category. Right. Um, 
it's been critically panned. It's it's got cult movie status though, or it's something from my past. I saw when I was a kid that sure. made an impression on me. Some it might be absolute garbage. Yeah, some dude out of a van kicked me. Exactly. That sounds really fucking mysterious and creepy. So. And it's just kind of like a step down memory lane sometimes. No, sometimes it's not that much of a, mem- a memory lane because, you know, this one actually is from 1995. So it doesn't have to be from my youth youth. So, and it's just films that I think that have something about them that uh, I liked and I found interesting at the time. And it just fits into that specific genre for me. And Adam never knows what they are until never. we get to this point in the show. And then I try and give him some clues and then... You know, I'd say I don't know what your hit rate is. You're you, you get it usually. There's it's very rare where you you haven't. Fi- I never. I have to just announce it to you. Usually, you've gotten it. I just get the clues get easier and easier. But, um, you know, and that's kind of what we do. We talk about this movie. He's usually seen them because we. Oh, I, I'm always lived. way more excited when it's something I've never seen. Yeah, we but we seem to have lived this mirror life in a lot of ways, and uh, he's uh, he's actually seen them. But, um, it's uh. It's it's interesting either way, you know. It can go either way. So what we talk about it, and then I say why well, I love it, and I go over it a little bit, and then, you know, we offshoot into different conversations, and that's it. That's kind of the thing. We've done this from the beginning. We will. We don't do it every time we do it because I'm lazy, um. But I try to. Uh, I have an ongoing list, um. That's still quite extensive. Um, it'll take me a while to get to the end of it, but we try and do this at the end of every show, and that's what Miltas is. So if you're new to this, welcome, enjoy. I hope you enjoy this one. I hope it's memorable as the first Miltas you've ever heard. Okay. So 1985, as I said. Um, 85 or 95? Uh, 95, I'm sorry. 1995. Okay. Uh, the tagline yep. is, choose your destiny. Any idea? Choose your destiny. Mm-hmm. Not yet. It uh, it was um, directed by Paul W. S. Anderson as Paul Anderson because this is one of his first movies. No. No, I'm, I'm not in the right. I don't think I'm in the right decade. I'm thinking of something else. Keep going. Um. Uh, it's probably, in my opinion, probably most famous. For its soundtrack, which I'll talk to you, I will tell you who's starring in it. Um, Christopher Lambert. Oh, Robin no. Shu. No. L- Linda that was 95? Yeah. What is it? Uh, well, is it Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat! <laughs> yeah. of a warrior. In every generation, a few are chosen to prove it. One of you three will decide the outcome of the tournament. Three strangers will travel to the mystical realm of Outworld to defend our people against Shang Tsung. You will and his forces of darkness. Your soul is mine. And our world no! 
Mortal Kombat. So, yeah. Wow. 1995. I think I saw this movie in the movie theater. I know. I might not have. Can't remember. Might have been on. Oh, I definitely did. I definitely saw it in the theater. So, um, if you liked... um, If you liked this video game, nine times out of ten, you went to see this movie in the theater. And it's funny because Paul W. Anderson, Paul W. S. Anderson has made a career out of adapting uh, video games to... If There's one... Him and... um, What's his name? Udi um, Bowler, who, is, who makes absolute trash movies, but also every single video game he must jump all over and try to adapt it. Um, but Paul uh, W.S. Anderson has, you know, he's done a pretty decent job overall. And I'm going to run through. Has, has he done anything that wasn't video games? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, no, but this is a joke, but I just mean right. like. Event Horizon. Oh, yeah. Which is the film he made after this, which is an excellent movie. Yeah. And also another Miltas. Soldier, he directed Soldier. We, we did that one, yeah, that's right. We right. done that as Miltas. Well, like he's done Resident Evil, all of obviously, them. all of oh, them. That was on. It should have been on my fucking how many of them my list. Yeah, Alien vs Predator, uh, The Dark, Dead or Alive. I'm skipping. There's a ton of Resident Evil. Death Race with Jason Statham. Yeah, Pandorum, which is Pandorum. <laughs> he was the producer on. Have you seen that movie Pandorum? It's starring like Dennis Quaid. It's I don't think I have. interesting movie. Okay. It. It's not as bad as I don't know. There's, it's pretty crappy, but there's something <laughs> to it. It might, it might, it could be a Miltas. Um, and if you haven't seen it, I'll definitely do it. Oh, I'll put it to the thing. That could. But, yeah, he did a he did a Three Musketeers reboot in 2011. Uh, death Race. He's done multiple Death Races. Um, uh, so and he's doing there's two uh, Monster Hunter. He's doing Monster Hunter, which is now being in post production. So it's supposed to come out at some point. He's the writer, director, and producer. So uh, isn't he married to um, uh, Mila Jovovich? Yeah, the gal from Resident Evil. All the uh, Resident Evil, yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, he was the director. It was written by a guy called um, I can't remember, and he didn't write much else except for TV. Um, but it's got Christopher Lambert in it, uh, Robin Shu as Liu Kang. Uh, Lyndon Ashby as Johnny Cage and who was actually quite good actually and I didn't really know him that much so I was kind of surprised because he never really did announce that aside from this and then has Kari Hiyoki Tagawa as Shang Chung who's I really like him a lot Um, if you know him he was also in Rising Sun Um, he's predominantly like a baddie but he's a really good character actor Bridget Wilson who is probably better known as the wife of Tennis robot, P. Sampras. Um, Talisa Soto as Katana. Bridget was Sonia Blade. Um, Sonia. Uh, Talisa Soto as Katana. Uh, Trevor Goddard as Kano. Uh, and then Krish Kasama as Scorpion. And Francois Petit as Sub Zero, uh, who I think did a lot of the choreography, the fight choreography in this movie. Um, yeah, man. It was. Uh, it's, I watched it again recently and um it still holds up um for the most part i will just the, the stats on the on the on the movie are rotten tomatoes 47 see if it fits in uh budget yep. 20 million dollars and it made 122 million so what? yeah it did very it did. very well it, it was number one at the box office for three weeks uh once it was released it was released in august of 95 um and uh it spawned two sequels no one sequel uh, Mortal Kombat 2 Annihilation and two TV shows which are Mortal Kombat Conquest and Mortal Kombat Legacy both were on TNT for one season apiece 
and they're also in pre-production for a reboot of Mortal Kombat. Um, again, based on the Midway game, Mortal Kombat, which I loved, such a fun game. I didn't like it as much. That was this is one of the. I mean, if you remember, it was like live action video game. Yeah, remember that it was like they actually filmed yeah, like actors. So you had Street Fighter, which is around the same time, and then Mortal Kombat came out and it looked completely different. Similar game, obviously, just versus game. Sure. A versus fighting game. So you play against your buddies, or you play the dude who's still on, and you keep on playing him. Just, he stays on, whatever. Um, but I was more of a Street Fighter guy. I love playing. I love Street Fighter. That was more kind of my jam. Um, but I would say over the boat movies that were made, Street Fighter was made a movie. Um, and interesting enough, Jean-Claude Van Damme did turn down the chance to play Johnny Cage, which I actually thought it was Jean-Claude Van Damme in the video game. I mean, it was based on Jean-Claude Van Damme. Sure. Yeah. He was supposed to play Johnny Cage and he turned it down so he could go ahead and play Street, go go ahead and do Street Fighter. <laughs> so he made a big, big, big mistake. Yeah, Street Fighter yeah. was absolute garbage. It was garbage. Um, but in my view, the better video game. But this one is just, it's synonymous with the, you know, fatality finish him all yeah. those kind of cool i mean but they, they i think they, they, like the one thing they did was try to establish like actual backstories to your character so you're not just like picking out geographic location like right. oh, you know what i'm gonna be brazil this time or i'm gonna be china or i'm gonna be fucking ihao or whoever um but mortal Kombat was like okay here here look sub-zero and scorpion have a huge like their, their clans have this huge you know animosity and this history against each other and yeah. I think that led to that, or it led them to be able to create more movies and video games and cartoons, and then like that web series that was out was fucking baller. It was fucking good about ten years ago. Yeah, um, yeah. So, I so mean, I'll I mean, give you like the, they're still making Mortal Kombat. I don't think they're making Street Fighters anymore. But I could tell you, I don't yeah, know they're not. You're right. They are still making Mortal Kombat. I'll give you the storyline. Uh, based on the popular video game, the same name, Mortal Kombat tells the story of an ancient tournament where the best of the best of different realms fight each other. The goal, 10 wins, uh, to be able to legally invade the losing realm. Outworld has so far collected 9 wins against Earthrealm, so it's up to Lord Raiden, who is Christopher Lambert, and aspires to stop Outworld from Fucking reaching the final Fucking whitewashing motherfucker. Very whitewashed. Um, but I would say it is essentially, in essence, a rip-off, a remake of Enter the Dragon. Oh, I mean, well, yeah, for I sure, one thousand percent. Down to jokes and same similar vibes, same kind of characters. Luke Kang's brother was killed. Bruce Lee's sister was killed. I mean, it's so 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 similar. Yep. And I'm always okay with that because I love Enter the Dragons. It's, like, it's an excellent movie. Um, but some little bits blurbs for you here. Cameron Diaz was originally supposed to play Sonya Blade, but she actually broke her wrist in training for the movie and oh, she had wow. to re- replaced last minute by um bridget by bridget yeah from um, billy madison yeah um so uh sean connery was the first choice for raiden too he said no so they said well hey we can't get this one guy from highlander let's get the <laughs> other guy from highlander and if you watch christopher lambert's uh uh performance it's a lot of it's the most christopher lambert he's playing connor mcleod from the clan sure. mcleod yeah oh yeah just yeah. with long with white hair and in linen instead yeah. of being in a kilt and a straw hat. linen suit right yeah and he's doing it that weird voice he does you know uh, it's just bizarre um it's interesting in or uh it is uh, the soundtrack became the first platinum edm record ever and they weren't going to originally go with electronic dance music. 
they were going to go with just a regular soundtrack and they switched it last minute wow. and that, that was the first ever edm record to go platinum huh. and to be quite frank man um after watching it again the fights aren't great from a i mean we've seen better oh yeah probably had sure. seen better hey, up to that point is, that movie came out the same year as rumble in the bronx did and rumble in the bronx made jackie chan a fucking like a household name here in the u.s right and so you have mortal Kombat, which is all fighting right and rumble in the bronx which is really no fighting right well, i mean there, there's a bunch of fighting in it but like you talk about like these two action films that are pitted against each other and you can actually see what like kung like chinese kung fu or chinese fighting style can do that's insane to me they have a real I, martial I artist in yes. one and they have some actors in the other it's yeah. kind of the big difference yeah but uh uh it's it, it is um without the music dude like every time there's a fight if they didn't have the music this film would be fucking atrocious sure now, it's it's the soundtrack and believe you me i mean after rewatching it again i was like man this is good but it's pretty much 80 percent because of the music yeah it just gets you it gets going you pumped yeah you're let's like, go oh, yeah. so even the yeah. fight oh it's better Yes, they yep. absolutely yep. hit it out of the ballpark with with the soundtrack. Couldn't say that more. Al Leong is not in it. Totally is a film he should be in. He's not in it. Nope. Bummed about that. And there's a, as I said, there's a reboot in in pre production for 2021. Scorpions dick hands look absolutely shit. Like it looks like there's a penis coming out the middle of his vagina yeah. hand. Yeah, it's not. They good. look terrible. And um, as does the freeze effect for Sub Zero for the most part. But the both characters, their costumes look incredible. They look really good yep. and reptile yep. as well. Yep. Um, and if I remember too, like the like, it's shot well. Like those scenes, those scenes are shot pretty well. Like when we meet those two. Yeah, it, they I are. Like but the, half the time it looks like the I, it's TV, been for it's ages. I haven't seen it. It's all yeah. shot digital. You can tell that too. But um, it's not in the top ten. And I thought it would be because it did make quite a bit of money. It's open weekend. It's not in the top 10 of highest grossing video game adaptations. And you know why I know that? Because I have the fucking goddamn list of the top 10, which we're going to go through real quick. Top 10 video game adaptations. Movie adaptations. Okay. Right. At number and 10. You see many of these we've seen. And even 20 million and it made 120 and it's not in the top 10? Nope. Well, it's, Jesus. Number 10. Is the reboot of Tomb Raider from 2018? $274 million. Sure. Haven't seen it. View? Uh, yeah, it's great. She's awesome. Yeah, the actress is terrific. She's great too. Uh, she's great, but I haven't seen it. Um, number nine is the original Lara Croft Tomb Raider uh, starring Angelina Jolie, $274 million. All right. And uh, number eight, Resident Evil Afterlife from 2010. <laughs> Don't know. I mean, All right. they, yeah. they literally. Okay run into each other yeah it's the fourth installment fyi um number seven silent sonic, Hill. sonic the hedgehog the most recent one or 2020 yeah oh, yeah yeah i heard not, not six bad. million yeah. yeah uh my kids went to see it so it was great and uh, number six resident evil the final chapter from 2016 oh, made boy. 300 how many of these are resident evils this is the sixth in 2016 um aptly named the final chapter uh, Alice goes rogue, follows spy rogue, spy gone rogue. Alice, she leaves a T virus, survivors to one final stand against Umbrella, the mega corporation that created the pandemic. Do you remember that one thing we did where we had the, 
we took the the uh, the dialogue from the original Resident Evil and just read it back to each other. Oh yeah, in an yeah, episode yeah, years and years yeah, ago. Yeah, that's I good. mean, every time yeah. I see stuff like this, it tries to be serious Resident Evil. I just think back to that because yeah. the dialogue was so god awful. Um, you can look back through the archives and find that episode. And uh, we just basically read the, the, like I said, the original Resident Evil game dialogue back to each other and uh, it's atrociously bad mm-hmm. it's um, really bad number five super surprised at this one from 2010 I've seen this movie we've you've panned it um, before Prince of, I'm talking about whitewashing Prince of Persia Sands of Time 2010 mm-hmm. 336 oh. million yeah uh, starring Jake Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal. yeah um, and Sir Classic. Ben Kingsley yep um, the, the, the games excellent the remade game that they did was was really good. I was a big fan, um, and the movie was meh, not great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number four, the Angry Mor- Birds movie, two thousand sixteen, three fifty two. It's a video game and it's a movie, and it wasn't that bad. Uh, number three, I was surprised it made this much money because I didn't see it. Do you see Rampage? No, no, Either. no. It's number three with four twenty eight wow. with the Rock. Four twenty eight. Now again. I love The Rock. I'll go see Ant with The Rock in it. But even I didn't go see this garbage. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how I managed to make that. The game is terrible, too. Let's not be, let's be honest. You made more here. money than Doom? Damn. Oh, yeah. Doom's not even on this list. That's insane. Uh, so the top two. Can you guess either or the top two? You're going to be so surprised. Well, I'm like part of me is like it's got to be a Pokemon. Just because of the phenomenon of it. Um, no, I'm, I'm not even going to try. What is it? Number two. You were right, buddy. Detective Pikachu oh, from okay. 2019. Yeah. Starring Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds, 433 million. Have you seen it? I haven't. I enjoyed it. I heard it was great. Yeah, it's fun. It's funny. Definitely worth the chuckle. Number one. I haven't seen this film. I've tried to watch it. Try When I say tried... No, I didn't stop watching because I couldn't. It just, uh, I was busier. What year? I just this never got year. right. 2016. 439 million. Directed by a guy who's about to make a film I'm very excited about. He's made a couple of movies. One in particular was amazing. Starring Sam Rockwell. His dad's really famous. He's good. I've interacted with him on Twitter a few times. Oh, no, I He's got a good it. follow. Duncan Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Warcraft. Uh, what? Yeah. Um, yeah. 439 million. Okay. 439. Jeez. Based on a record breaking video game franchise, the same name. Uh, the 2016 film Warcraft finds the world of orcs and humans colliding, creating a conflict of epic proportions. While it received mostly negative reviews from critics, the film found some solace in its impressive box office performance. And you said you have not seen this. You tried to watch it and you haven't seen it. Yeah, I've tried. What's the start of it? It's got, is it got your man from Sons of Anarchy or is it the man from Vikings? I get those I, two dudes. Now, I mixed him up with the Sons of Anarchy guy, the Vikings guy, and then the guy who was in uh, um, the, um, what was the, the, the film with Idris Elba directed by Benicio Del Toro but the monsters with Charlie Day and uh, <laughs> that one that other guy yeah, they're Charlie all looking well, yeah they're, no, that, they're, all, they're all that that's blonde that's the anarchy guy right is it the same that same I blonde dude he's Green Street Hooligans yeah um, I think it's Charlie Hunnam I think that's that guy's name 
So I pulled this from Screen Rant. Um, it's an article written by Isaac Bolton from May of this year, May the 30th. And I will say the next article that follows up uh, is um, this, which is something I'm going to read, is Five Reasons Why Silent Hill is the Best Video Game Movie. And I would agree, well, I would possibly agree with that, because Silent Hill is a great movie. Um, so scary. So, but that's the, um, that's, uh, that's the 10 highest grossing video game adaptation films ever. And I think, man, that's my Miltas. Um, that's a good one, dude. That's a good one. Yeah. And I think what we're going to do today is we're going to end this show. We're going to go out with the music, the main theme from Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat? Hell yeah, we Everybody are. jacked up. Take some molly, do some acid or E. Let's go to a rave. Let's get crazy. Let's kung fu fight our kids. <laughs> Maybe not our kids. I was going to say kung fu fight the coronavirus. But like, wow, it's, <laughs> is that racist? It's not. Okay. And um, the song, by, by the way, that main theme is a, was a mix from Belgian duo, The Immortals. Um, but if you were a fan of Two Unlimited and um, the Euro uh, uh dance band and um, it really is a ripoff of a track they did called twilight zone or heavily borrowed from that and um, but we are gonna go out with that music blaring in our ears blaring in your ears you're welcome it's glad to be back i'm glad to be back it's great to see you my friend finish him <laughs> fatality thanks boss good luck Test your might Test your might is composed by Chris Emeka. Look for us on Twitter and Instagram at HSpace Invaders. Please hit the like button on whatever pod listening app you use and of course shoot the mystery ship whenever you get a chance. Headspace Invaders is a thanks Wallace production.